podcasts that I listen to, mm-hmm. and I typed in The Outdoor Zone. Yeah. Bada boom, bada bing, baby. Came up. Your face. Uh, I couldn't believe it. No, it wasn't my face. Yeah, it was the uh, the badge or the, the star. Yeah. Like the- Super on iTunes. We've been on iTunes. No, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I Heart. I Heart Radio. I Heart I Radio. That, yeah. I know. The number one podcast for that and iTunes, it's on both of them. So. Man, we are nationwide. I, just, I, was, I did that this week. And, I and thought, coming I'm soon super. to Univision. <laughs> so there's this there's this show that i was sorry watching. carmen yeah. i'm sorry about that my wife there's this show i was watching on uh netflix that i i used to i watched the original episodes at my last house which i had the oldest tv in our bedroom right i got all the new tvs and every, black and every, white every okay. other room I had the oldest TV in our bedroom, and it was small, and it was all the way across the room. And so when I'd watch it, it's actually, I guess, filmed, and they're speaking Spanish or yeah. something like that. But I, but it was dubbed over in English. You're right. And I couldn't, and I oh, could kind of tell something was a little off. But I was like, yeah. You were watching Money Heist. Was that it? Yes. Yeah. yeah yes. I saw some of that. Bada I bing, bada boom. There's some weird parts in it, but and it then, was good, it, man. Yeah. And then I watched the newest one when it came out mm-hmm. not too long ago in our 331 feet of luxurious living <laughs> RV camper. And I have my, uh, I have a new TV in there. I do. And it's, I don't, I can't, you can't really get very far from it because there's not very far to go in an RV. And uh, and so it's right there in your face, and it's like 4K, and it drove me nuts. You I had can't to like, look at I it. had to close one eye because no, I couldn't stand watching their mouth. Make your eyes blurry. No, yeah. no, you just look at their <laughs> eyes instead of their mouth. <laughs> yeah, because you, their right. mouth was talking, and I was like, "That's not what they're saying. Why it, are they?" It'll not? make you seasick. Oh my the god! Same thing as watching waves. So I have to say, uh, I don't know why we went off on that. Cody I can bring it back to the what Mrs. Uh, Beefcake uh, brought this morning. Mrs. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Yes. We are now munching on a cake that is coconut and almond flour coffee cake with mm. oats, cinnamon, and agave crumble. Gluten-free. Agave crumble? Yes. Yeah. Are they illegal? It's agave. warm. Yes, it does have a quarter cup of sugar. She put that in for me. I- illegal. And, and, and eggs. Illegal agave from West Texas? <laughs> Maybe so. I don't know. But I wanted to say thank you. <laughs> I if I want to yes. Mrs. Beefsteak yes. or Cheesecake. I'm or Thank you, Cheesecake. What an incredible. And, and that it's warm. Yeah, it's nice. It's beautiful. And so thing. my coffee's hot right now, still hot. The, the uh, agave crumble. Agave crumble is warm. And, and TJ brought us a sausage biscuit. Yeah. Right. This yep. is like... Living, with I don't jelly. know what's going on. With jelly. I know. Uh, so Life is good, baby. I have to tell you, Cody Ryan. Yes. This morning. Uh-oh. How, no. It's good. <laughs> you look very nice. Wow. Your shirt's nice shirt. Looks pressed. Uh, however you are doing your 331 feet camper thing, Mrs. Graney is taking good care of you. Yeah. Because you look very she, nice this morning. No. Like for somebody who's living out, and I was just there yesterday. <laughs> I saw you yesterday. You cleaned up. Well, when well, you live that close, they they dress you. She probably dresses you in the morning. Well, right? I don't also have a job, and so this is my one job, one day a week that I got to go to work. So I figure at least I'll I got I'll, I'll keep one like nice shirt going on. <laughs> I know because yesterday, I was just gonna say my wife gets dressed for work completely just like she's leaving the house uh-huh. and then she goes downstairs it's so smart and, to do and she uh and then she sits in her chair and gets on the computer and just like she's going to wear i'm like what are you why are you doing that it's good it puts you in the grumpy. mindset well, it and makes you Mrs. feel Granny better does the same thing she says when i get up and i get dressed and you know that whole process uh she says man i feel and i do too you know when i put on my you know start shirt and uh, there was something going on the something today or this week about 
um, people telling their employees to please wear pants when they do their <laughs> Zoom calls. <laughs> I thought that was pretty Hey, did funny. you see that on the new Zoom meetings? You can go and pay someone to put a llama online in, in your Zoom meeting. Oh, I saw with that. Your, yeah. You know, different animals, a llama or a llama is a good one because they move around and they do the thing <laughs> with their lips and, you know, all that. And that I just uh, want to figure out I how to do it. Uh, you just want to figure oh, it out. They're awesome. It. They're awesome. We had we did a KOZ Zoom. I saw that. Around the country, 32 guys on there. Yeah. 35, I think, right? Yeah. And it was it was incredible. That's it crazy. It was incredible. Now, the trick is I can't figure out how you let other guys chime in. You can only have – you know, you can't have 32 guys talking at once. Oh, you can't? Well, yes, you, can. you can. Yeah. You can. But, I mean, I you don't know how you manage that. <laughs> no, no, no. We bought – we actually bought that because uh, Beefsteak's been trying to get us to do this for years, and we did it early on. But the technology now is so simple. I mean, yeah. Zoom is – Zoom is – I mean, it's just click on it, and it works. It's That's that a company simple. that was like, coronavirus rules. One of our guys. <laughs> we just made a killing. One of our guys, Jim Clayton, he was actually in the his uh, his elevated deer stand. Yeah. Shooting, looking for pigs or turkey if they came in down in San Marcos while he was watching this. So, uh, hey, I saw the press report, the press thing that came out on Friday. Abbott announced uh, state parks open on Monday. Yeah, so Thank I was you. thinking, um, you know, last week's show we kind of went off on some tangents. Yeah, you I, were on that tangent all week. I, well, and I and Kendall I still Hill. I still am a, a bit, being that um, I know I you know I'm, we I'm are totally and, and you see it around the country now. I the, know. the tangent being that our freedoms were stripped away, and you're seeing now you're seeing people waking up around the country. Yeah. There's protests going on, and there people vehicles. driving and honking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's true protests going on of people yep. going, look, I, we can't be stripped of our freedom like this. We live in the United States of America. And so that's, man, it was so refreshing for me to see that, to be honest with you, because I thought, okay, good. I'm not just some weirdo that lives out in the boonies now that's like, you ain't taking my freedom. You pry this <laughs> well, gun from I'm my cold bed. I live in a trailer. Let's not get too, not get too <laughs> carried away, Cody. But. I thought, you know, Abbott must have listened to last week's show, seen a couple of posts on our <laughs> Facebook page, and said, you know what? These guys are right. The Gov listens, yeah, I'm sure, right? Yeah, these guys are right. They're cl we're closing the parks, and that's the last thing we well, need to finally, close. finally, somebody listened to you. Us. Us. Yes. All right. I mean, we were all on that same bandwagon, right? So I went in this morning. There was a where I stopped and got coffee. Um because they won't let you take your container in there. You have to get a, a new isn't that, one. Isn't that the weirdest thing? No. They won't let you. Why not? I think I, it is. I like it. I, I think it was when I heard somebody right, complaining. Howard. When I heard somebody complaining about uh, early on in this whole corona thing about the first coffee place they went into and they denied them filling up their own cup, I was like, gross people were doing that that's why i don't go to coffee shops i oh didn't know that gosh. you would they would take your cup and take it to the back and, I, or i want there. you to know yeah. you messed up a whole part of my process coming to visit you you just know that right because we were going to stop at bucky's and bring some stuff <laughs> to the house and your wife said Oh, Cody says don't go to Bucky's because you'll see people with New York license plates in Bucky's. Go to the little local place. <laughs> so oh I'm like, gosh. oh my god. So, but but it was cool because Mrs. Graney on the way out there said it was yesterday morning. She said, "Don't go to Starbucks. I don't want to support them anymore." I said, "Okay, we can do that." And so we kept going down the road, and there was a, a an old streamline, an old trailer yeah and airstream airstream mm -hmm. set up this girl just opened a little coffee deal on the side of 71 we looped back around bought some coffee from her talked to her gave her the money tipped her really good and she probably had it from the starbucks she went and got it there <laughs> and her boyfriend <laughs> had a sign she said i don't have my sign yet and he was out there doing that whole thing with the sign you know swinging it back and forth and stuff uh, I bet that but it felt really happy. good yeah to Love on a local, but uh, you know that whole thing about. So I can't, I can't 
you know, I like, oh, man, what do you mean I can't go to Bucky's before I see my granddaughter? Well, I mean, <laughs> I was – But I – I mean, I – I get it. I I like Bucky's and everything, but it's right there off the highway. Who's traveling and from New York? People, that's what Captain Gordon Taylor told us. Yeah. Was yeah. people were coming out of New York, coming down to the coast here for vacation. We were sitting on, this was a couple weeks ago. A buddy and I went to Bucky's. We had to run to Bastrop. We went to Bucky's and uh, grabbed a sandwich or whatever. We were coming in to went into Bastrop to get some materials or something, you know. Um, I can't remember what we were doing. It must have been getting some materials or something, but he was riding with me. We went into Bucky's, got a sandwich, sitting on the tailgate, eating a sandwich outside. And uh, and I and we look up, and we there's a New York license plate and a California license plate, <laughs> like within a parking spot of each other. And, you know, they roll out, get in their car, and drive off. And I was thinking – there it is. That's, That's how it gets how spread, spread right, right there. there. That's how it got to Texas. California. Because we let them in. That's right. Well, we they were stopping in. Louisiana people. I was, right? uh, so I was back standing in line, and there was a DPS officer in there. That was, man. So I had my little face mask up, and I said, hey, man, how can you tell the bad guys from the good guys? He you don't have to put it on now. We're on oh, radio. okay. I'm sorry. And he was like, ah, that's kind of funny. I said, hey, man, sorry about the... I heard about the uh, police officer in San Marcos that got killed, and, you know, sorry about that. And, uh, you know, he told me that stuff is down right now as far as their overall protection that, you know, they would normally have to deal with. Things are calmed down a little bit, hmm. quite a bit, about 20% off. Well, and you can see the buildings in places like L.A. and others, Tokyo, because people aren't driving. And another guy told me that uh, the drug trade is down because they can't get stuff across the border. Yeah, they shut the border down like never and before. And he said it really did make a difference. So, so I want to shout out to those boys that are out there. I know that they are unprotected. They have to do what they do, and uh, they still have to do their job and take care of the problem. First responders. And I hadn't gotten speeding tickets since this whole thing started. Well, McBride's guns. Hey, if you're uh, looking for an Austin family-owned and operated full-service firearm dealer, that would be McBride's Guns. They have a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust, repair, and modify your firearms. If you're looking for that personal carry, a lot of first-time personal carry people out there buying their first gun, go to McBride's where you can get one. They can help you get the correct one for your hand. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? They got them. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. We'll talk a little fishing plus your news of the weird, all that and more. We're all awake. We're all in a cheerful mood. Welcome to the Outdoor Zone. Stick around. Catch you on the flip side and 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yep, 24 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can find all our social media, and you can find all the audio media where you can listen to this show or share the show with your friends. We're here for you at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter, and to our friends and members of the community, our employees and customers are the heart of our business, and we want you to know that we're proactively following CDC guidelines to ensure the healthiest possible environment our manufacturers helping out central texans too with amazing offers that's why right now we're offering zero percent financing for 84 months when you buy a new ram and ask about our no payments for 120 days with complimentary pickup and drop off sales for uh, for sales and if you need service or a mobile service center will come to you we want to do whatever it takes so that you get a great deal on a new Ram, and we appreciate the trust you place in us. At Nile Maxwell Supercenter, online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. 
I was just thinking it's going to be a long, usually in the fishing world, in the professional fishing world, when you're looking at tournaments and things like that, you know, uh, you have kind of a, a heavy season from the beginning of uh, the year, January, February through, you know, May, uh, and then June, July, August, September usually even. It's kind of a lull. You may have a couple tournaments, uh, big tournaments, you know, that go on late in the year, but not many. And then you got off for the winter. This year, it looks like, with all the postponements of tournaments, again, FLW this week postponed further all of their major events to May 23rd. So, well, you're looking at still May. That's good. You're looking at pushing your major events back, your your pro circuits, June, May, July, August. I mean, these are going to be summertime, brutal, hot, and, and then and then you've got a lot that are falling into the fall now, and then what's going to happen? You're not going to get that break. You may have a December break. Is what it's looking like. And then it starts right and back up. And then it up. starts right back up right. in 2021 and rocking and rolling. So it's going to be a little bit different in the professional fishing world. It's, I, you know, it's it's uh, it's interesting. I, I went from having, you know, 15 to 17 tournaments on the books to I got three of them, three or four bass champs in, four bass champs. I hadn't even fished a major event, a bass master or anything. And they all got postponed or canceled. I received some money back from Bassmaster, which makes me believe that they're at least going to cancel one. It kind of tells me uh, <laughs> you don't usually receive money back, which is not a good sign. So they refunded for one. And so we'll kind of see how it plays out. Now, I've got some coming up at the end of May in Alabama and, um, and then in June and in uh, Oklahoma for Bassmaster Open events, so we'll see. I'm looking at – but, I again, I haven't scheduled. I mean, I'm not going to schedule a place to stay or anything like that because who knows? Uh, How do yeah. you book any of that? You know, and I'm I'm thinking in those situations because all my speaking stuff got the same thing. All yeah. my travel got bumped. Some of it's picking up in the fall, but, I mean, it's going to be brutal. And when things all open back up, people trying to – get around and and cram everything into the last half i mean because really think about your sponsors yeah you know because we sponsored some stuff and we're thinking well how are we going to get our money's worth out of this whole thing because you know people's schedules change things change and and uh and those all those sponsors that put money in thinking this you know they're going to have this coverage and a lot of people are scrambling to get content on their websites and push things on their website to try and get, you know, their sponsors yeah. a little bit of traction right now so they don't have to give back all their sponsor dollars. It's a tough question because, you know, you you want to support them. You know they need the money. The sponsor dollars are what keeps them going. Right. But – you, get you what also you paid for. are you getting what you paid for, and right. some of our stuff we're not, you know, and we're having to make some really hard decisions on, you know, do we stick with them or not? Um, yeah, but the exercise has been that there, people are going online, and learning how to do virtual meetings. Right? Yeah, but you can't do virtual bass tournaments. You can't do now. Hello, now there's some guys major that are, league fishing. Yeah, well they've they. I guess Arnett's affected, maybe, but you still got cameramen, and you got you got a cameraman, you've got a marshal, and you've got an angler, and you've got 20 linear feet of bass boat. So six, 12, 18. 18, carry the one. I guess you can each stay. Just don't put your arms out, and you must stand. Don't move around the boat. Forward and back. <laughs> yeah. So, uh Anyway, it's it's interesting. Bass Champs, of course, had to reschedule a bunch of their tournaments. They weren't going to originally when this first came up. I know. They I said, love that. We're gonna about, we're I gonna love fish. That Chad was like, we're, "We'll change the way that we do our weigh-ins, where people are grouped up. We'll do our, we'll change the way we do our registrations, but we're not changing our tournaments. We're not moving our tournaments. We're gonna have them for these guys. You know, give you guys something to do. And uh, but they. 
inevitably had to based on the way of the world that was going on. So the the mega bass on Lake Fork was moved to July and uh, oh, my golly. Uh, my uh, Lake Falcon event, Travis event, and another Lake Amstead event uh, was all postponed. I did hear uh, uh, that um, I did hear that uh, uh, Lake Amstead is fishing fantastic right now. They uh, opened it back up, and, I bet a lot of and it is fishing absolutely fantastic. Uh, Skeeter John's actually on the line with us. Is he still on there with us, Road Rash? Yes, he is. You want to pull him up? Good morning. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm sitting here looking at a, a foggy, calm lake. I'm uh, doing a little kayak fishing out of Travis this morning. Oh, my goodness. You're just, you, you've got to have, you got to get in the water a little bit somewhere. And uh, Travis kayak. is one place you can do it out of a kayak, I guess. Yeah, yeah, everything's open. I've called City Hall, no issues, but kind of like you guys, I mean, I'm pretty isolated out here fishing. It's just me by myself, so it's uh, and it's the much, problem much with that going is, to yeah, yeah, better than going to HEB. Are you uh, have you been out recently, done any fishing? Yeah, I've, I've hit Travis a couple times, and uh, it's been just a couple of fish here, a couple of fish there on crankbaits. I had another guy give me a report that. He was doing really well on drop shots, so I guess I'm going to change up the tactics and try to do drop shots. But I did go to Fayette right before all this, all the, everything shut down because Fayette was open for um, yeah for the entire time except last Wednesday. They, they went ahead and shut it down, and it was fishing great. We caught 71. Um, so, oh. it, you know, we'd kind of been catching 20, 30, and then finally we figured them out on the Alabama rig, the Carolina rig, and and the crankbait. But... So we go the next week. I call Tuesday to make sure that they're going to be open. Yeah, yeah, we're open. We're fine. So we show up, get up. My dad gets up at 4 in the morning from Houston. I get up at 4.30 here in Austin, drive down there, and there's a gate across or a rope across the gate saying they're closed. So apparently between Tuesday night and Wednesday morning, they shut it down. They did it. Killing me. They did it in the middle yeah. of the night. Yep. Yeah, and that's exactly yeah. that's that's what I heard was coming. I didn't believe it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a few minutes away from there now and fished it right before they closed as well. And they, uh, I heard from all the neighbors that they were going to close it. And, you know, people were raising a ruckus cause they were the, and now there's rumors that it was an accident, you know, that they really didn't have to close it anyway. There's, it's, it's funny. Uh, it's funny how some of that stuff works out, but it looks like Monday, everything's going to be open back up as far as that stuff goes. Yep. Man, I hope so. Those those fish were laughing at me when I had to drive back home, not even uh, <laughs> not even getting to fish. But, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll end up going next week. The weather looks iffy, of course. Um, there looks like a couple of days. But, yeah, we'll, we'll be out there. Um, the, you know, the fish were, were really biting. It, shallow on the Alabama rig and then work around the woods um, and, you know, eight, nine, ten foot of water and even out on some of the points. It's not, not blowing, but uh, – yeah, those fish are ready. They're biting, and they're still, you know, I imagine a lot of the fish spawned in, in March, but there's probably this last wave going in April. So, yeah, let me let me isolate. Worst thing I want to do is get a bass virus, you know, out on the lake. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty, pretty <laughs> socially distanced out there by myself or, or with my dad on the other end of the boat. Well, we, uh, we love it. Thank you, Skeeter John, for the report. And uh, let me know if you go down to Fayette this week. I'll be – just down the road, maybe I'll come up there and uh, and uh, see you from six feet away. There you go. I'll let you look at my bass thumb. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. All good right. hearing from you. Yeah, I was – we were down on – you too, buddy. We were down on Fayette right before they closed as well, a day or two before they closed, and it was packed with people. I think I talked about it. and they, uh, But some of the big fish that we caught, he was talking about the spawn. Some of the big fish mm-hmm. that we caught were um, were pre-spawn. I mean, had not spawned yet, and they were big old girls, man. They were fat and ready to go. So, uh, yeah, there's some good fishing. That's one of the things that I noticed on like Bassmaster website. As I'm looking at, you know, all the fishing websites, what are guys doing? There's some guys doing some virtual tournaments and 
you know, there was a virtual tournament, charity tournament that happened that, uh, you know, future brother-in-law and, and my sister fished. <laughs> oh, yeah, pond. <laughs> out of the uh, pond. Ponds, and, yeah, just measure it. And, yeah, yeah, send in a picture. And, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's good to kind of pass the time, you know, but you can't sustain a, a, fi- a, a competitive fishing industry that way. So we no, got to get back to it's fishing. it's uniquely – I guess right I mean it's now. it's not any different than than baseball and you know all those other sports that are postponed. I don't even know what they're going to do about that kind of stuff. What well, are they but, doing? Well, some of them said that they were going to play without people in the stands. Yeah, and the NBA they everybody got their checks less twenty five percent. Their checks mm-hmm. and they just they called it good. Yeah, they're like they're well, we're going to pay you at seventy five percent. And uh, during this sponsors, time. maybe get, maybe still. they'll get their stimulus checks. Well, hopefully. <laughs> hey, you know what we ought to talk about this, uh, coming up sometime is what gun are you going to buy during this when you get your stimulus check? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. Gun. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not or just, bow or a bow. I'd love to get. There's oh, your stimulus bow, baby. bucks to get the Matthews. That's exactly right? what you need. The staff and the owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all about the tournaments and the school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. Now, a lot of this stuff has been changed up, so what you need to do is just go to Archery Country's website at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. And uh, you can order stuff there. Call them, order stuff, and uh, walk. They'll walk it out to the vehicle for you. Um, but an archery, a bow, right now, and some arrows for your kid is a and a target is a great way to keep them entertained in the backyard for hours. Uh, they're at eighty one twenty one Research Boulevard. That's our buddies over at Archery Country, the Austin's only true archery shop. AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry. Com. Coming up next, news of the weird, plus your game warden field notes, all that and more in just the first hour of a two-hour marathon of the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. What I got is mine, rich, but Lord, I'm free. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor show in Texas, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here on Sundays or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, outdoor listeners, we wanted you to know that everybody at Honda wants you to be safe. And right now, you need a car that you can count on and your dealer to go the extra mile. So if your Honda needs parts and service, we're right here ready to help you to follow all government guidelines in order to get you what you need and the help you need to stay safe with a reliable car that's ready to go when you need it. We're here for you, Central Texas, at your local Central Texas Honda Dealers.com. All right, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, here's one for you. An Ontario recycling company is reminding residents to use some discretion when getting rid of unwanted items after someone attempted to recycle a sword. The Blue Water Recycling Association in South Huron said in a Facebook post titled Most Unwanted April Edition that someone put a metal sword into the blue box recycle bin. The post said that the sword was found before going through our machinery or it would have caused expensive damage to our machines and serious health or safety issues for our employees. The association said the sword's former owner might have been better off turning the weapon over to a second-hand store. A weapon. 
the weapon. Just because something is made of metal and may be perfectly recyclable at your local, it may be perfectly recyclable at your at your local scrapyard does not mean it's acceptable in the blue box for recycling. Placing pots, pans, bakeware, chains, electrical extension cords, nuts and bolts, beefsteak, <laughs> in the blue box simply adds to the contamination and downtime in the processing facility. This also has the potential to risk, the potential to add risk of injury to our employees. Man, when I, I say when, when in doubt, put it in the blue bin. I know everybody's doing that. Yeah, but the but truth is with that is only three percent of the whole they throw most of it in the trash anyways right if it doesn't if it's not washed properly it doesn't have the right labels you know it's yeah it's really i I saw some show where it very was like inefficient five percent of everything that goes in the recycle bin is really recyclable well they'll give you a free recycle bin uh yeah i've got two of them and so you get you those. fill them both up yeah you talking got... the big trash cans or are you oh, talking yeah. about Really? You got two I, of them? I got two of them. You get them for free. They'll give them to you for free, and they don't charge a penny. So I downgraded to the small little uh, the, the little uh, single old lady trash can. Uh-huh. And just and, put all your and trash everything in the recycle goes bin. In the recycle bin. <laughs> That's except terrible. Except for whatever. If it has food in it, then it won't, you know, food in a compost thing. that I put my lawn clippings and whatever else in it. So, I mean. So your backyard stinks. No, you throw all your trash in a recycle bin. Yeah, and uh, and those pesky battery, so you know, batteries, those big cores on those uh, <laughs> those uh, marine, you know, oh, yeah, deep your marine cycle. batteries. Oh yeah, you yeah. gotta change them every year because you only use it once a year. Right? Oh man, hey, by the way, I was working on it yesterday, getting it all ready to go. Why? So TJ and I can go out for yeah. your annual. Yeah. Our annual, annual boating tournament. Trip. Our tournament. We're tournament anglers, dude. <laughs> That's right. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with us. We went out. Put the smack down your on you. Your $7,000 trip. Oh. <laughs> $7,000 annual trip. Hey, last year was a little rough, but we're hoping that you this year will be a little better. We're working on our – we're working – We're working on our team. You know how we work together as a That's team? Right. There's – like he brings the jelly, I bring the bread and peanut butter. We're talking about because a couple of years ago, beef steak. A couple? Oh yeah. Okay. It was a couple of years ago. You've used it seven times. Uh, had this idea I told you to it's buy been this. Thirteen now. To buy this uh, bass tracker, aluminum bass tracker. Nice boat. Great nice edition. boat. Great. It's boat. a combo, so it does. But I said, combo. <laughs> yeah, it's a fishing ski or something. Fishing ski, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I, I said, hole. I said, hey. Look, don't buy a boat. You're not going to use it. It's just going to be a money pit. He was a You're, really negative person. I was. I tried time. to talk. I was yeah, like, dude. That has not changed. I said, no, take that on this money. this particular topic. Take that money and hire somebody to take you out when you want to go because you're not going to want to go all the time. You're ju- it's not going to happen unless you are a tournament angler or uh, a very avid Single dad fisherman. with a son. Single dad with a son, you got nothing else to do. Yeah, Can't go cruising for chicks, so yeah. you got to do something. Then you got to have. But there is you got to have a bass boat. Recreational that's activity of going out with the and not maybe fishing, just taking the wife and kids, and we do a rent barbecue a out there. Dude, rent I'm a not boat. Going to rent a boat every six hundred bucks. For a day and then do it. You couple- spend that in like a month and a half. Your boat sitting in your garage. No, I do. And then not. you got to spend it again to to buy the new there batteries is, because I, your batteries right, went out. All right, truce. Uh, <laughs> there is there is a lot of truth to the facts that you can spend. You know, uh, you can do two guide trips a year, like your grandson. Yeah, they went on that guide trip with Captain Gordon Had a Taylor and amazing time. Slayed them. Yep. And they got more than they could possibly want mm-hmm. in one trip, you know. that That's not something they would do regularly. You wouldn't take your boat there anyway. And then the freshwater fishing, they have guides here, three, $400. You can have a great day with your grandkids and even your wife. But there is really a lot of fun, I know, in having your right. own boat and – and yeah, forgetting to pulling, put the plug in, in <laughs> the you know, fight, it, the fight with your wife because you didn't put something back, in the cooler. She has to back the trailer or she's down backing or the trailer in. Or, yeah, well, you I mean, just all you do it. The 
way you do that is you back into the right before you launch in the water. Mm-hmm. You get your trailer and your boat lined up right there in the launch mm-hmm. area. And then you get everything out of your vehicle. And you no, no, yeah, no, and no, 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 no. And you put the sunscreen on the kids <laughs> and everything. Like, While you're sitting in spray. the lane yeah, of the yeah. boat ramp. Right. Yeah. No, I've already been through. I mean, come on. I should write a little book. And it probably is these things you only do once when you own a boat, right? And one is the plug. Yeah. Right. And then no, you, well, do no, you, should, mu- you do yeah, that you at do least once time. a year. Every no. What, what, the great uh, thing yeah. is now my plug is remote. So oh. it's at my driver's seat. So I got a little tab thing. I don't got a. So if I forget the plug, I just reach down and twist a little tab next to my driver's seat. So, so. what I did is I took wow. no great, more plug. Missing. You know how they do on uh, airplanes where they put those things where you've got to check certain areas and they say a flight tag. You know, yeah, it's yeah, a big yeah, yeah. red yeah. Yeah. thing yeah. that you have to check. I'm doing that. I did that with my plug. I yeah. put that on there on the end and you have to like red big tape. So I you have to do that. But the other thing was coming in, my one of my very first, maybe second times out, we had a 20-mile-an-hour crosswind where a northern had blown in. Mm-hmm. And there's people, everybody's trying to get out. Right. Right? And so we back up, and I think my wife backed it up there, and I'm trying to get it on, and it's this crosswind that is going. So you have to literally go sideways into it and then try to, Right. Go straight. But then when you get up there, then the wind still blows you across. And, man, it was just the absolute worst nightmare that you can imagine. Yeah, it's pretty bad. With the guys the next trick to you is going, what the hell? And, you know, get your, your boat, boat out of That's right. Why it's, are you taking up two lanes? And he's having to push it back across. Oh, my gosh. You yeah, were that guy. it was that terrible. Yeah. Well, it, the worst is when you got two guys in the water up to their waist. How, how Were you in the water eventually? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the time I know we, that I know your type. Oh man! The best, you, know, you want to jump the, over there and help that poor the, guy. The the the. Uh, but I've got really good at it now. I mean, with the right speed and timing, you can. Once you get you go right to up it, and over the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't landed in the back of your suburban yet. <laughs> Not yet. Well, and, I uh, think it's I think it's uh it's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun work you know it's like working on the on the ranch or something hey you should go we went down to the coast we were in in uh galveston bay there corpus christi bay and uh you know it can get sandbars and muddy if you don't have a real map yeah that is number one iboating.com i bought one of those 20 bucks best investment after the problem but basically we ran into a sandbar we ran into a sandbar and one of the guys was like you know i lived down here a long time and if you ain't got out of the boat, you ain't fishing yet down oh, here. That's just a because that's just a one-liner for making you to feel make better. To make me feel better. <laughs> Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. You can still have. Uh, you don't an, need your own boat to go out. And no, get no, no, no. And uh, hey, check on to see if they're still doing their crawfish for us. Okay. You can order crawfish by the pound, but they have a cur- curbside order. You can call in. Drive by, pick it up, take it home. Incredible. Uh, our friends at, are at Shore Raw Barn Grill are serving regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Fantastic curbside ordering. They have uh, wonderful house, house-made breads and poor boy breads. Uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore Raw Barn Grill. Just call in and... Uh, Get, you can get all the information. Just go to shoreatx.com. Just jump on your phone and go to shoreatx.com. You can get the phone number and all the deals, and we're going to check on those uh, on those crawfish because I know they were coming in. All right. We'll talk a little uh, Game Warden Field Notes coming up next. You get it only one place, the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It is The Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. For all your warranty needs, Sun Auto Service can help you with that. Each and every person at Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate they take pride in what they do, and they want to be the place you bring your vehicle 
anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You can drop it off. They'll take care of everything. They're still working. They are an essential business making sure your vehicle keeps running. Sun Auto Service repair shops near you. You got them all around Central Texas. Our family locations, one over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. There's one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. Well, that's 1206 Ranch Road 620. Just find them at sunautoservice.com, sunautoservice.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to The Outdoors now. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. All right. Fix me some coffee and uh, Welcome back. We're here for you at Nile Maxwell GMC, and we're doing everything right to ensure the safety of both you and your family when you buy from us. We've been de- designated as an essential part of our community for a reason. And we stand ready to serve all of your automotive needs with the healthiest people, the healthiest possible environment, so we can provide the safest buying experience for our customers. So shop, click, and save from home at NileMaxwellGMC.com or shop with us. Either way you shop, we make it easy to buy a new GMC, 0% for 84 months. That's right, get 0% financing for 84 months and no payments for 120 days on select 2020 GMCs. Like the new 2020 Sierra 1500, the truck is defined by smart details, quality materials that add to your premium driving experience, including best-in-class crew cab, front head, and leg room. So don't miss your chance to save now on GMC with the 0% financing for 84 months and no payments for 120 days on select 2020 GMCs. Remember, you can shop with us online anytime, NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are going to make the buying a vehicle and scheduling service as easy as possible. Come see us for details, Nile Maxwell GMC. Exit 256 in Round Rock online at NileMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. All right, so welcome back to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio, and it's time for your Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. A Freestone County game warden was contacted by a landowner who said that he allowed a man to hunt feral hogs on his property but had killed a deer in addition to the hog. The landowner explained <laughs> that while driving his property, he found a fresh hog carcass along with a fresh white-tailed doe. The landowner asked the hunter what happened and was told that he accidentally shot the doe when he was shooting at a hog. The warden contacted the man who admitted to shooting the doe saying, Scope was off. Beefsteak? Charges include hunting a white-tailed deer in close season, failing to take hunter education, and hunting without a license. Oh, Oh, well. If he would have taken hunter's ad, he would have known that. Well, see, I I knew that it wasn't beefsteak when it said hunter's education because I know he's been through it. And as a teacher. I teach it. So, Freestone County game warden arrested a suspect in an ongoing investigation that began in February. Uh, relating to hog hunting from a helicopter. A husband and wife were working cattle on their property when a helicopter began to hover over their property and shoot feral hogs. The husband waved his arms at the helicopter and it flew off. After the investigation, it was clear that the helicopter owner did not have a landowner authorization permit for the property in question. Charges were filed for using an aircraft to manage wildlife without having a landowner's authorization permit. I was thinking that with this whole hog hunting and helicopter hog hunting thing has gotten big, you know, that, man, you can cover some ground fast, but uh, you could also cross a fence line real fast. And you cows be, are everywhere. I mean, you got to be, I don't know. Well, hey, you're not going to shoot a cow. They ain't going to be running no, like a No, but, it, uh, you know, 
people people will shoot into I I mean I've seen them where they've got hogs on the run and they go through a patch of woods, you know, a little timber area and pop 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 pop. You know, they still yeah, but continue you shouldn't have on. Your, you shouldn't have your cows in and the woods. I will tell you though. Uh, oh please, where we hunt, there's cows everywhere. When when I was talking to cows. Mike Leggett, oh, please. I think I was talking to Mike Leggett. Uh, which he has a great in Texas uh, Power Magazine. Per, what is it? Uh, Pernell's Electric Power Magazine. That uh, yeah, the co-op. co-op co-op magazine. He's mm-hmm. got a great article on uh, Texas snakes, and uh, really with there? photos and everything. But anyway, he had. I think it was him telling me one time he went on a helicopter hog hunt, and he said, "Man." There is nothing more gut-wrenching, jarring, make you want to puke than one of those where you're going, you know, and you're just hanging oh. there and trying to look out a scope or trying to do whatever that looks like. He said that was – but i tell you what, uh, and I wanted to talk a little bit <laughs> Sounds about – Sounds like fun to me, though. <laughs> one of the things that, um, you know, hog hunting in Texas is like it's – one it's of the, the best thing, things. Right? One of the best things that you can do. Year round. Year round. They're always around. All and actually, Texas. right now, it's it's during the winter is great because you have less cover and you can see them moving better. Right. Um, right now, as the new green gra- grass is growing and the leaves are coming on the bushes and stuff, comes a little bit harder. A little bit harder to uh, see them. But um, I love I love hog hunting. But it's really unclear. As to where you can go. And now I jumped online. What do you mean? Like public? Well, not necessarily. No. Well, public is, is yes. I mean, I've been out to Granger and, and drew right. a tag in Granger and hunted them with, with shotguns and buckshot. I uh, went with uh, Patrick Mullen, the old camp cook. And that old boy could hunt hogs in that in that place. Yeah. But uh, um. I went online to try and, like, okay, if I'm a guy from out of town and I oh. want to find a place to go hog, or if I just want to take my kid out mm-hmm. and go find a place to do some hog hunting, there's some nice places out there that are, you know, they're, they're look, you know, the reviews on them are re- relatively recent, like yeah. the yeah, end of 2019. and When my uh, nephews were coming in and they were thinking about bringing their dad he wanted. He only wanted to go hog hunting, and I checked out a couple places. And the things I don't like about it is that one, they drop you off at your place, and they tell you, "Don't call us. We'll come back and get you." Yeah. Even if you shoot a, I mean, it's going to be hours. I mean, even if you shot a pig right away, they're like, "Don't get out. You know, we'll come back in four hours." Okay. That seems a little wrong to me. I want to go. You know, drag that out of the way or take care of it or field dress Don't it. Don't get out of your stand. Or whatever. Don't get out of your stand. Don't be then, that guy. Then they said they had two ways of, of hunting out there. And one of them is a spot and stock where they just take a group of people, however many people show up that day, and they just push through the fields. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. And you got 50 guys or 50 people around with you. And the other one you can buy, you can pay like an extra hundred bucks, and they got something called the honey hole, where you're all <laughs> on. It, it's a big like tank, yeah. and they throw a whole bunch of feed and and yucky stuff, you know, bait basically down in the bottom of it, and then you come up to the ridges and you shoot down. So I'm thinking all of that doesn't sound like something I would necessarily want to do. Well, I think. I mean, we we take hog hunting for granted in Texas. A lot of us do, because we can do it anytime, anywhere. You know, it's usually if you're deer if you hunting, have places to go. But I'm saying, if you're deer hunting, you know, usually it's like if you see a pig, you can right. shoot a pig too, or you know, or, or you put out a trap. That's a ninety. You know, half the. Pigs I we think get. in Texas we take hog hunting for granted, but you get into other states. I know we had. I've guided on guys from Wisconsin that would come down. They would build a uh, a trailer, It'd have generators with chest freezers, before, yeah. chest freezers on the trailers, and generators and cans of gasoline, so they can come down, shoot a bunch of hogs, load them in their freezers, 
and haul them all the way back to Wisconsin. Well, old Dan and, Cook from West Virginia, he comes down and hog hunts and deer hunts and stuff in Texas all the time, and he's kind of the guy I'm thinking about is like, how do you, you know, how do you tell guys? I mean, we got a couple of places, right? But I, I don't I think know. You, I just, it's like hunting. You got to know somebody, right? You got to. Well, you can I, I go online. I mean, I, if you go online and look, I. Uh, yeah, but you're gonna. You, right, I found but, some nice places that had good reviews that I I think I would trust. But then you know you hear that exactly what you're saying is like yeah you know I don't know I, you know I don't know that I liked it and and think about it I mean that's a you got to be really good because hogs don't just. They don't just come in like you know seven and five every day to a feeder <laughs> yeah, if yeah. they're getting shot at and killed. They do not. No, they move on. But I was thinking one thing, and that is just like every other hunting opportunity, usually comes with networking and talking to people and always asking. If you're always asking, somebody will let you know. Hog uh, farmranchstore.com. Speaking of hog hunting, farmranchstore.com have the boar buster hog traps. Yeah, baby. Sitting on the couch at your house and get a notice of activity on your phone. Push a button on your phone app, and the trap of, and the trap, the sounders of the hog, the sounder of hogs, sounder, the group of hogs. That sounder, that's what it is. The trap is a 18 foot in diameter, and includes a gate to load onto your trailer if you want to sell them, or you can dispatch them on site. I just. <laughs> Man, that is the hog trap of hog traps. And uh, if you're a landowner and you have any hog problems at all, this is the trap that's worthy of your of the investment. And uh, and it's really the only way to, to do it. You can hunt hogs all day long, and that's a great thing. But trapping them is, is going to get you the biggest number and the, yep. the biggest return for your buck. They also got horse stalls, round pens, corrals, dog kennels, everything you need. For that small or giant ranch, farm or uh, community uh, area where you setting up that stuff out there on the or you uh, could put a fence county area. RV. Farmranchstore.com. Go see our buddies over at farmranchstore.com. Coming up next, we've got hour one done, but we got a whole another hour of your favorite outdoor stuff. We're talking hunting, fishing, outdoor adventure. Armed Citizens Report, everything, no telling where it'll go. But you get it every Sundays from 7 to 9 right here on the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> 